0: Well, friends, it is hard to believe but summer is almost here. Summer can be a busy time with lots of plans for vacations and fun activities. And we thought we would take some time and share some ways that you can be on mission together as a family this summer. In today's episode, we're going to talk about some mission project ideas and ways that you can be missional with your family right in your very own neighborhood and community. As always, it is so good to be with you, friends, and we're so glad that you've joined us for this episode of Beyond the Moment. Hi, friends. I'm Rebecca Lindhout. And I'm Amanda Martinson, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Moment. I'm so glad I didn't have to say that. (laughs) I'm holding in the fact that I'm so tickled because it's been so long since we've done this that we just messed up the intro. Was it t- two or three times? <laughs> <'Cause> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We can't remember what we were doing there for a second. But who am I? Where <laughs> am I in space and time? <laughs> we uh, we're so so glad to be back with you, friends. And listen, we did not expect to take such a long break. I know. I think our last episode aired at the end of March, and um. We, we apologize we had some things happen and uh, we did not expect to be gone from you that long um, but that was just the way life uh, life unfolded for us the last couple months um, because we uh, were planning a missions a big missions conference and I don't know if any of you have planned any large events lately but um, I th- it wore a slap out <laughs> yes it did <laughs> yeah singular minded that it was we a were. fantastic event we had that in April and so I, I, I even think we tried to record numerous times before we had the conference and it was just our brains were so just wrapped up in that that it was just so hard to get out Amanda I have to make one more flyer just another one more flyer <laughs> I know I said yesterday another one more flyer yeah, it, 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 has, uh, it has been a thing, you know, coming off of not meeting for a couple of years. And so we were back in person for the first time since, well, I mean, it's been a couple of years now. We've been virtual the last couple. So um, we were, uh, we, we had a time. <laughs> it was a wonderful time, but we had a time uh, getting the conference underway and all that, but it turned out great and fantastic. But on the other side of it, we were just worn out and so we had to take a little bit of a break and let our brains reset (laughs) at least i did break we had to catch up on all the things that really happen when you're not planning a conference yep so um all the things all the all the things and then right after that uh you got you got the covid it happened you got the vid and uh half the staff did, yeah. half of our staff went out, um, yeah, it, it has been, we've, had, we've had some times over the last couple of months, so we, we literally couldn't record, because you were really, really sick, um, I remember you calling me, and you were like, um, when do I get my energy back, and I was like, well, <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit of time, and you're even, have, you're several weeks now, uh, yeah, post-COVID, this is, yeah, this is what, I, I came back to work last Monday, so this is my second week post mm-hmm. post negative for for COVID. And the brain fog is real, is it not? I'm telling you, yes, it is. it is very real. I, I can I I had to um, sign a check for PTO um, so that someone could get paid, and um, rather than sign it, I endorsed it. So <laughs> uh, yes, that was yesterday's fun, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. yeah Yeah. that's the kind of thing you do Mm -hmm. which you know I don't know like that might be something I would do anyway (laughs) I could blame it all on COVID and feel better about myself but let's be honest well I did that listen after the weeks after I mean I literally I forget things I'm like oh it's just my COVID brain it's my COVID brain and I but quite honestly it probably was just me (laughs) but I was like it's my COVID brain I'm telling you that's what's happening but it does it does take it out of you so um and not, i know mean, you still have a little bit of a cough and you're but you're holding in there and uh you you soldier you soldiered through and we were we've tried to record several times like i said it's just been it's just been like a a series of unfortunate events that have transpired would not have wanted to hear what what would have happened no you may not want heart. to hear this mm-hmm. like, I mean, it was let's just it was honest. not a pleasant she did not sound good <laughs> like okay. you, you walk uh, walk down the hall and you just feel like you need to lay down on the other side when mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I Yeah, the exhaustion is real. It really is. Um, but man, um, I am really excited about what we're talking about today because we are going to run through... 10 missions ideas that you can do this summer with your family. Really, you can do it by yourself or even with your church, but we thought we would take this from a spin of um, things that you can do with kids um, or you know with your family. Uh, just just some things um, as we go into the summer, which I mean it's it's June. Can we talk about it? It's June because I swear it's just been February. I don't know. I think I think for me, as my kid, like my kids grew like five inches mm-hmm. in, since, since April. And I don't even know how to handle that. Everything just seems to fly faster mm-hmm. with children around you, whether you're a mom or a teacher or you're, if you're a teacher, you wish they would fly faster, but yeah, it is, it is a zoom, zoom, zoom. Yes. We are in the, um, the as <laughs> may as may of summer where we are like, everything is so close to being done and some for some people listening school may already be out for you um for us our our both of our kids are still um in school and um yeah I mean it's we're like on the home stretch of everything and I tell you I like um this is probably embarrassing to share but you know it's real life you know I teared up when I dropped uh, Brooke off for her EOG this morning teared up too okay well, I did last better. week I okay. cried too with Josie and I was okay. like just praying so hard and I probably was making her more nervous I was like Lord just help her to know that this doesn't mean yes. anything, <laughs> yes. that she is still a valid human being yes yeah yeah I mean, so yeah. I, did. I did a valid I literally, I'm not even kidding you though, Becca, i prayed the same thing this morning all the way. I was like all of the students, which if you, um, if this, the EOGs are end of year grade testing, basically. So if you're listening from somewhere that you don't have that, that's what it is. It's the end of year uh, culmination test of everything that they've learned. And, um, you know, it's really hyped up here it's a you know it's a big deal and uh, you know it's a lot of pressure on the the poor teachers having to do it and the kids and so um, I did the same thing though on the way up here I literally was praying I was like Lord that all the students will just know that they just that they are already validated not by their test scores (laughs) yes (laughs) but but just by who you created them to be. They are your <laughs> children, Jesus, but help them all to pass. Exactly. I just, I literally did the same thing. It's like she got out of the car this morning, which my because you, my youngest obviously, and I know yours is not, they don't, they're not taking the EOGs yet. But um, this is her first year taking the EOGs. So she got out, you know, she got out of the car and like, you know, she's like, she's walking in. And you know, I already gave her my, my pep talk this morning. And then I rolled the window down and I was like, you got this girl, you got this. And she would just give me this look of like, mom, please. <laughs> I know. Embarrassing me. I know. And then and I just tear right. up. And, you know, like you know how like people sometimes at church like pray lecture, you know? Yeah. And so yeah, that was definitely yes. the case. I was like Lord, help her to know she's a straight A student. Yeah. That even if she doesn't pass this test, Lord, that yes. she will know she will yes. pass the sixth yes. grade, Lord. I know, same <laughs> thing. I was, I was I would same thing. Well, that makes me feel so much better because I literally was like going around the car line. And I'm like, why am I tearing up? But it was, I, I think it's I totally did. it's just this sense of like them growing up and how quickly the year has gone by, and just here we are, you know, in June, heading into the summer, and it's like you know, just time, it just flies, and it's just ticking away with them, so I was like, and then I was like, why are you crying, but I was like, I'm just in my feelings about it, you know, (laughs) in my feelings. Oh, yeah, I was all in the feels, all in the feels, I'm still all in the feels. Well, that makes me feel much better, (laughs) but I was like, why am I crying? Just bring them home, (laughs) let's just get these babies home. Yeah, home for the summer. So, what we thought we would do today, but I'm not the one who's home at the summer, I'm like, (laughs) I know. (laughs) Let's get them home so their dad can entertain them all. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. I know. So we really, that's what we thought we would do today though, is, is look at some fun ideas, uh, missions ideas to do with our families this summer. And, um, you know, this is going to be very dependent on what your situation is with your family. Um, You know, some of you will be home all day long um, with kids. Um, You know, others, if you may have that time, um, Like, like we do, we work during the week. So we have that weekend time where we do things as a family and all of that. So, um, you know, as we go through some of these ideas today, I think our main goal with it is just to give you a jumpstart, you know, on thinking about some things and ways that you can be missional um, with your family the summer. Um, you know, this is going to look differently for everybody. It depends on the ages of your kids and, you know, um, kind of where they're at and their development and all the things. But uh, I think we've got some uh, some good ideas that will help you, you know, kind of get, get going with some things. Um, so here we go. 10 missions ideas that you can do this summer with your family. You want me to start? You want to start? What do you, you start? Oh, okay. My first thing is to make an encouragement box for someone going through a hard time, um, the reason why I think this would be a great thing to do with your family, um, really kids of any age, is that you know you can just grab an old shoebox. You can, you know, if you're not somebody who is into crafts and that type of thing, um, I.e. me. <laughs> you can go buy a nice box or a gift bag. Um, but the purpose of something like an encouragement box is that you fill it with things, um, to either to encourage somebody else when they're feeling down. So it's just a a neat little box that you can put things like their favorite candies or special treats that they like, um, magazines or books for them to read. um, can be, you know, scriptures to encourage them. Um, You can have, you know, funny pictures or quotes or stories that are going to make them smile. Um, I think about maybe putting a gift card in there to their favorite restaurant or coffee shop, something that if you know that someone is going through a hard time, it could be another you know, member of your family. It could be a friend. It could be someone in church. It could be a neighbor. Um, that it's just a way that you put together this special little gift box that says, like, we're thinking of you. And the reason I think about that with kids is my girls, especially, they love the arts and crafts. And so like being able to decorate the outside of that box or gift bag with things, To be able to write those encouraging notes or draw pictures, I think would be, um, you know, just really fun for kids to be able to do. And you can change it up and incorporate it however, you know, you want to and whatever works for you. Um, But that's my first one. My first one is to make an encouragement box. Um, Some people call it a sunshine box, Um, you know, whatever you want to call it. But basically, just a way to say, hey, we're thinking about you, Um, we're praying for you. And it's just something to make somebody else smile. So that's my first one. Yeah, my girls and I are going to be making one of those <clears throat> probably today or tomorrow because um, some of the uh, some sisters in our church just lost their granddad, um, well, their great granddad, and so we're going to put together some some kids things in it, and yes. it's going to have some Orbeez, and it'll have some squishies from you know yes. you can get from the Dollar Tree and mm-hmm. um, poppets and all that. yes, of goodness the poppets yes. So, um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what we're actually going to be doing that today or tomorrow. Yeah. So likewise, with encouragement, I thought um, a great thing could be being a senior citizen pen pal. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you just uh, write a note to a senior citizen in your church or um, in, in a local nursing home and um, the idea is just to continue conversation, and so just say things, have the kids say some things that they're interested in, have them tell about their pets, um, have them tell maybe a favorite food, and then ask the question, what are, do you have a pet, do you, you know, what's your favorite food, you know, that kind of thing, Um, and then include maybe a a pre-stamped envelope, in your envelope so that they can write them back. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think that it's a, it builds anticipation for the children um, that, that, you know, that they could be getting something in the mail. And then, you know, our our senior citizens love the children of the church. And so just the idea of getting a a letter that lets them into a little window into the kids' lives, um, you know, how they did in baseball or softball or, Uh, whatever sport they might be playing. I think it's just, um, such a sweet way to stay connected as, as a church and as, as, um, the family of God. I love that. And I think it's so neat because, um, it's a good way to have something be not digital, right? Because we're such a digital focused, you know, world right now that, you know, even doing something, like, and, and if you do it digital, that's fine too, but even having something like a, you know, a pen and paper, you know, type of thing, mm-hmm. I think is really neat because you're right. They do get so excited about getting mail and sending mail. I mean, I get excited when it's not a bill. I get excited about getting mail, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, Phoebe, the other day was showing me actually yesterday, um, one of her class assignments, it was, uh, what does if you had a pet dinosaur, what would it eat? And Phoebe said, my dinosaur would eat s'mores. And so, you know, like even including a silly question like Uh that, like if I had a pet dinosaur, it would eat s'mores. What would your pet dinosaur eat? Uh know, That kind of thing. It's just an uplifting thing for them to just chuckle at and um, and just to get their, their minds sometimes out of uh, a lot of times those, especially those who are homebound, spend a lot of time watching the news mm-hmm. and that can be super depressing. So yeah, it can yeah. get them out of that <laughs> mindset as well of the, the world is falling apart. So. Yeah, I love that. Oh, that's a great idea. Well, I'm going to piggyback off of yours. I'm going to skip down on my list because mine actually, it really goes along with what you were just saying. And that is um, to make cards or some treats or <clears throat> to take something... Um, special to one of your local nursing homes. Now, I know with COVID that this may, you may still have some policies and, and visitation restrictions in place, um, you know, and, and then it will depend on where you go. But um, even if you're just able to drop off some things, um, I think it's just a great way to show those people that you care, right? That, um, and that I mean, that, that will be a great addition to even what you're talking about. So, you know, I often thinking about with nursing homes, Um, You know, a lot of them are always in need of things like toiletries, um, things like uh, blankets, you know, even stuffed animals. We think stuffed animals are just for kids, but, you know, adults love them, too. Um, The last time I went to a nursing home with a group of kids, one of the residents asked if we had socks. So after that, we brought socks every time we went. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Socks Um, Mm -hmm. like puzzles and games and books arts and craft supplies all that kind of stuff um, I know when my uh, when my grandmother was in a nursing home and we would go and visit her my my oldest daughter Brooke especially like she just took to to it for whatever reason and so um, she would actually you know just walk in the halls and you know some, some of the residents and stuff would be um, out there talking and she would just stop and just talk to some of the the men and women out there and I just thought that was the sweetest thing because um, you know it was just just having a conversation with them. They love, um, you know, when younger people especially come in and, um, you know, it just it just really makes a difference. So I think anytime that you can do, in, in addition to even what you're saying, even um, <clears throat> in like a pen pal type of situation, but anytime you can just drop off some of those extra treats to say, you know, hey, we're thinking of you too. And I, I think anytime, I mean, kids love doing stuff like that and going places and seeing things. So um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that would be my, my number two. What's your number two? My number two is a summer rescue bag. And um, I got this idea from um, my honeymoon, actually. And I know you're probably (laughs) saying, I don't want any ideas from your honeymoon, Becca. But what actually happened was my husband did not tell me where we were going on our honeymoon. So I didn't know exactly how to pack. And I was not a mom at that time. And so I didn't know to pack all of the things. And so uh my husband uh, we went to Zanzibar and they had this area that you could go to it in mm-hmm. where you go have your meals uh that had like local foods mm-hmm. and um he decided it would be a great idea to eat some kind of goat dish and mm-mm, um mm-mm. yeah mm-mm. that was that was bad news bears and so
1: <laughs> I can only really imagine
0: <laughs> he was uh he was hit with um he something. was down and out he was, he was down and out. <laughs> he was like i knew i thought i saw some hair on it i knew i probably oh oh, oh i was like no. <laughs> probably probably never ever ever <laughs> ever eat hairy food gavin but uh, anyway nonetheless note to I self revenge hit him hard and <clears throat> it was technically off season for, uh, the resort we were staying at. Um, and so their store was not open either. Um, so they did not have any Pepto-Bismol there. I did not pack any Pepto-Bismol and Gavin, and we didn't have a car there. And so long story short, I said, Gavin, I'm going to go find a mom. And so I saw some children playing in the sand and I found their mom and I just went and asked and she of course was prepared for all of the uh, all of the things (laughs) and um so she gave us some Pepto-Bismol and so long story short that made me when I was thinking about things you could do for people in the summertime that made me think of this and so what you would do is this is a dollar tree bag and what you're going to put in it is um Maybe some Tums or Pepto-Bismol, if you have that, um, a, a travel size ibuprofen, um, some hand sanitizing wipes, <clears throat> sunscreen, and aloe. All of these you can get from the Dollar Tree, and they will probably all fit inside of a Dollar Tree makeup bag. And, um, but one of the, the reason that I say this, I mean, like, this is a nice thing to do, but what happened was when I went and asked that mom later, she followed up with me and we got to have conversations and like how, like about how Gavin and I met and we ended up sharing our lives, you Mm -hmm. know, with one another. And I think that it can really be a source of, you know, conversation with you and, Uh and whoever, like if you're out at the park and you know, you, you see a mom who needs a bandaid or whatever, that's another thing put band-aids in there. Um, you know you bring just give them the bag and mm-hmm. you, you just say jesus loves you and i just want to help you out and you know however you want to tie that to your faith um just look for ways to share this bag during the summer maybe it is with your next door neighbor when you're on vacation just say you know have the kids go knock on the door with you and you say we just wanted to give you this just in case of emergency and mm-hmm. um you know just uh, just see if it sparks a conversation yeah i think that's a great idea and listen, you can never have too many band-aids. Like <laughs> You're always going to need going to need something. That's a great idea. All right, let me see. Where am I at? Number three. <clears throat> this may sound strange to do in the summertime because we don't typically think of this as a summer activity to do. But um, I think it's a great time to do it because it's a little bit more of a downtime. And that is um, to make the no-sew fleece blankets. Um, or no sew fleece hats or scarves, um, you know, anything like that, because, and I know that may sound strange, like, why would we make that, you know, during the summertime when that's really not something that's needed until it gets cooler, but this is actually a great time to be able to do that because you have a lot of downtime, you know, in the summer, um, schedules are a little bit more lax, and um, as you're making these and you're able to take them to your local homeless shelters, um, you know, places like that. It allows them to be able to have things on hand so that when those colder months come around, you know, they're not waiting on donations and things like that. They already have some of that. Um, I have made these before. And let me tell you, if I can make them, anybody can. (laughs) I'll put a link to um, an example for you in the show notes to look. There's so many, you know, patterns out there online. Um, But I mean, it literally just involves a couple yards of of fabric, um, you know, more or less depending on how big you want to make them you're cutting, you know, the strips on the end and tying them together, it could not really be easier. This is a great activity to do um, with kids really of any age, but I think, I think teenagers would really enjoy doing this. Um, This would be great if you have um, some older kids, and so um, this is a great time to be able to do some of that, like you said, to have, have it ready to go, Um, because, you know, we think about these things as the, you know, as as we get into those colder months. Um, And then we try to scrounge around and and donate things and whatnot. So this is a great time to be thinking ahead um, for some of those things. But these no-sew fleece blankets or hats or scarves, um, you know, et cetera, um, that type of stuff, I think would be a great one. Anything that you can make ahead, not just blankets, but if your church does, Um, the crafts for Operation Christmas Child, Um, you and your kids can make friendship bracelets and things like that for Mm -hmm. Operation Christmas Child boxes. When, when it's time to actually make the boxes in November, you know, often it's, you're in the rush of holidays. Yeah. Yeah. So, so go ahead and and have those conversations in the summertime. Yes. And you can also, um, there's a website called Mr. Mark's Classroom. And um, it's a blog that this children's minister does. And he has a actually a Pinterest page with all kinds of um, things that you can make as mission projects. Um, Mm -hmm. um, Check out Mr. Mark's classroom. Yay, great. All right, so what's your your number three? What is my number three? (laughs) Um, My number three is um, make a meal and have a meal uh, with the families at a homeless shelter. Um, that's one thing that we're really going to try to do. Um, the closest one to us is Beacon Rescue. And I think I've talked about them many times before, um, because Amos is one of my heroes, uh, who runs the shelter. Um, but one of the things that he specifically asked for in the video that we, we made with him was he said, you know, um, you can send us food and we're very appreciative, but what we would really love is for you to have a meal Mm -hmm. with our families and just for Mm -hmm. them to have conversation outside of homelessness, you know, Uh, because so many of their conversations revolve around like how they're doing in the process and when they're going to leave and that sort of thing. It's good to just have some normal life conversation. Also, another thing that he asked was, could you come and do an activity with the kids? Yeah, um, you yeah. know, so think about things like that. Could you, could you, an easy, easy thing to do would be like water balloon activities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get those back packs that you can make 120 or 200 at a time. And mm-hmm. there are so many fun activities that you can do with that. And, you know, at just an hour of, of fun and not having to think about, um, just life sometimes, uh, yeah. for those kids and make them, you know, feel a little, a little more normal. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that would be my suggestion. Number three is a meal or, um, activity with, uh, with the folks at a homeless shelter. Great. Great idea. All right. Number four, we're going through this. Um, My number four is uh, to collect and uh, and donate items uh, for the Welcome House. We've talked about the Welcome House, I think, on the podcast before. We'll link uh, link some more information about it in the show notes for you. Um, But if you're unfamiliar with what the Welcome House is, we have a Welcome House here in Raleigh. What it is, is it's temporary housing ministry for refugees and immigrants who do not have a place to live upon arrival to the United States. And I just think about you know them getting off off the plane that you know them arriving here and and thinking about if they didn't have somewhere to go what would that look like for them you know. Um, coming into this completely foreign country. It's completely most likely very different from um, you know the culture and the world that they've come from and so the Welcome House um, is really a a safe home for them. It's a place for them to go. Um, They've got wonderful volunteers that work with them and it really is hospitality and friendship helping them to resettle uh, here in the United States to help them connect with the community and so Um, There are uh, now we've got a couple welcome houses here throughout the state uh, here in North Carolina. Um, And so they are always in need of of different items, because as you can imagine, um, they have many, many families that come through. And um, actually, I was just reading earlier today that they have actually served over 400 refugee and immigrant guests, which is amazing to me. Um, that's a lot of people to have come through the Welcome House. And so, um, you know, they have a lot of agencies and things that they partner with and local churches, but they always, I think, are um, are appreciative and in need of some things for um, the houses and the apartments that they set up for the refugee families. So, I mean, it could be anything from, you know, furniture. Um, you know, kitchen tables, lamps, um, you know, couches, things like that. It can be kitchen items um, when you're thinking about pots and pans and, um, you know, mixing bowls and things like that. Um, It can be linens, you know, for the house and uh, sheets and pillows and all that kind of stuff. Um, You know, so in thinking about, um, you know, things that you can even things around your house that you, you know, we use every day that we don't think of, um, you know, things like dish soap, uh, laundry detergent, um, trash cans, you know, things like that. Measuring cups. Yes. Measuring cups. Yes. Toiletries, all that kind of stuff. Um, the needs are always there because, um, you know, they, they will always have families coming through. So I always think that's a great project to be able to do as a family. Um, you know, not only because of the mission of the welcome house, but it's a great way to have conversations about, um, about refugees. What does, what, you know, what does that look like to to welcome people to have hospitality to make connections and friendships, Um with people who have different backgrounds and things uh, than us. So it's a great way to have some of those conversation starters with, um, you know, within our own families. And so, um, yeah, that's my number four, collecting and donating items for the Welcome House. Sometimes I, I I always, with my children's missions group, would, um, anytime it talked about children having to walk for water, um, we would do the activity where you take a, a, a milk jug filled mm-hmm. with water, mm-hmm or two gallon jug of water and they had to put it on their head and walk down the hall and they were like oh my gosh um but if you look at these videos of refugees um that are on our website um you see them carrying at least that much you know Mm -hmm. on their bodies um you know not just water but some of them are carrying water but the children are carrying something everybody is carrying their lives on their backs so um I think that that's also an important part of not just doing and giving, but understanding why, Mm -hmm. the why. Yeah, definitely. All right. What are your number four? I've got number four. Now this comes from my uh, college children's ministry, uh, summer ministry days. I worked at uh, Curry Beach and um, once a week we would go give popsicles to people on the beach and just tell them Jesus loves you. And so uh, icy pops are super easy. Make sure I you love an icy pop. Bring love your bring your pop. scissors to open it for, for them, and um and just so this can be at the beach or it can be in a park. If you go to um you know one of those, not what well it's a water park, splash pads, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Um, bring bring a um a cooler box and just have your your icy pops there, and just have your, you know, kids give them out and mm-hmm. um after after they give them to a couple then the kids will come running for one i promise you listen we gotta keep icy pops in my freezer year round so my kids <laughs> would to find the them though, year round it's hard to find the the tube ones um in the winter but but yeah just giving out ice pops or even water bottles mm-hmm. yeah. Tell people jesus loves you yeah great all right number five now my number five literally I just wrote down random acts of kindness because I'm going to give you just a speed round of all kinds of stuff. (laughs) And so this is a number five with some bonus. Um, and I was, you know, I, I think random acts of kindness are just so fun to do. I think if you, um, you pick a day a week, you know, during the summer, um, you know, that you let that be your random act of kindness day, you know, where you're going to choose activities to do around your community, um, you know, just to spread a little bit of cheer. I think, you know, you mentioned this before, um, you know when we were talking earlier but just things are very heavy you know in our world there's a lot of heavy things happening um you know our kids are absorbing a lot of the heaviness that's happening <laughs> around us you know as well too um you know there's just there's a lot happening so i think anytime that we can um you know Not that we're not remembering that those things are happening, but, you know, we're giving a little bit of cheer, um, a little bit of hope, you know, just kind of spreading some of that, uh, that really, that kindness and compassion around, I really think makes a big difference. So um, I was thinking about, you know, cleaning up a park, you know, or part of your neighborhood, um, you know, offering to do yard work for a neighbor or a friend, um, whether it's planting flowers, whether it's, you know, going and asking them, is there something that, that, you know, that can be done around their house? Um, I think about making cookies or making some sort of treats for uh, your local fire station, uh, your local police department, you know, first responders, um, and how much of a blessing that would probably be to them, um. I think about even hosting a lemonade stand, you know, in in your yard. Um, if you're in a neighborhood, this this would lend itself well to uh, to doing. And and then you know, any money that you have collected, you know, you know, tell people this is going towards missions, and you know, tell them you know whatever you're going to give it to. Um, you, know, you could have a, a lemons into lemonade missions stand, you know, yeah. like <laughs> yes. where you know maybe it goes to Project Send Relief
1: to mm-hmm. refugees.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, donating old blankets to local animal shelters. Um, I think, from what I've you know heard and, and read, um, that is something that they really are always in need of. In terms of um, you know having so many animals come in and out, you know, old blankets and things like that are always needed for them. Um, so I think if you've got a kid uh, or you know a member of your family who's really into animals, that would be something great to be able to do. Um, Going into a local laundry mat, you know, handing out some extra quarters, having some coloring books and crayons or activity books on hand. So if you've got, you know, kids that are waiting there, um, you know, probably bored out of their mind, <laughs> you know, waiting for, you know, uh, their parents to finish the laundry or whatever, um, you know, being able to hand, hand those out um, is a great thing to do. Um, studying a missionary and then, you know, sending a care package to them, you know, studying about the country and where they live, studying about the ministry work that they're doing. um, And then, you know, sending a care package to them. And then one of the last things I thought about, um, there are so, so many things that you can do, really. I mean, we could just keep going with the list, but, um, and I know when you're listening to this, your school may, you may already be out for school. But um, one of the things I love to do at the end of every year is uh is I do a little care package for my girls teachers. Um then throughout the year I like to send them, you know, some things because um, I don't know if y'all know this, but teaching is hard. It's <laughs> hard work. Um so I love yeah, to send I can them. honestly <laughs> attest to that because yeah. I was a teacher. You know, and and let's just be honest, um teachers have to deal with parents all year long. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. It's there's lots it's of parents a lot in this world. I may be one of them. I'm should you perhaps send an extra gift this year? Um, I I just think, you know, teachers are such a wonderful gift. um, And I just, I want them to feel honored and celebrated in that way. And all of the hard work that they put into, you know, teaching my own children. So um, I always like to do a little special, um, you know, care package and it doesn't have to be a care package. It can just be a card. Um, you know having your child draw a picture write a note i mean i think that means equally means the world to them um you know just just acknowledging um you know the role that they've played in their lives over this last school year and and just that you know like i said their their jobs are tough and i just want to encourage them and so um you know taking time to to thank a teacher i know we have teacher appreciation week and that hasn't you know, here, um, uh, you know, that's that's a week that we celebrated not long ago. Uh, it's usually that you know first little bit of May, but it's great to just kind of go back and reiterate and encourage those teachers. Um, so yeah, I would say just a bunch of random acts of kindness, ways to spread cheer, um, and this this is something that you can do with kids of all ages, depending on you know. Um, their what ages they are what they're interested in Mm -hmm. um to pick something and if you have multiple children um you know to have them pick something that's theirs that they can own you know so if one of them is interested in animals have them come up with something that is uh, around that topic you know if one of them is interested in um you know doing something else, have them sort of take the lead and come up with what can we do around this Um, think about also i think um the occupations that have to spend a lot of times out time outdoors um think about your your lifeguards um police officers and um even your a lot of times we don't think about the county um workers who have to do all the outside plantings and waterings and all of that and mm-hmm. all those if you if you brought like three bags of ice pop for them to have in their freezer you know mm-hmm. like i know every just about every pool has a refrigerator for the lifeguards um just just doing something kind of like that just as a random act of kindness just having icy pops for them um or bringing them an ice cream when you come you know that yeah. that's another kind of random act of kindness that um that makes a difference but don't just bring them one just just remind them that um you know that that, that you're doing it because um Jesus loves them and mm-hmm. they, that you want to let them know so yeah is that your number five, or do you have one more? I have one more. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, and so this is for families that have older, older uh, children, like teenage children. We don't want to leave you out. Um, there are a lot of um, resort area ministries around the the state, around the country, and um, if you could give like a few hours, half a day of your of your vacation time um, to one of those, one of those organizations. I know, um, there is, uh, warm in Wilmington, uh, Wilmington area. Oh gosh, what does it mean? I'll think of it here in a second. Um, it's a rebuild center, rebuild ministry, uh, Wilmington area, rebuild ministry. Um, you know, they, they, as long as you're 14 and up, they will give you something to do. Um, so if you say, hey, do you have a, a, anything that we can do within a half day of our vacation? Can we paint? Can we organize something for you? Can we, you know, <clears throat> anything that, that you could do to help an organization like that? Um, that's always a great idea. And in Boone, they have uh, resort area ministry, RAM, and they have a um, clothing, uh, a thrift shop And if you could hang up some clothes for them, you know, just a couple of hours, it makes a big difference, but it also helps our kids recognize need. And um, sometimes we are, we can become oblivious to it because we have headphones in and are connected to our devices while we're traveling. And so a lot of times kids aren't looking out the window to see that there are those who live in in, uh, situations of of great need. And so, um, yeah, if you can give a half day of your vacation in the area that you're in, um, yeah, d- do that for sure. Yeah, great. Well, wow. and we have a um a list of <clears throat> in all the regions of North Carolina, the um, the My Mission ladies uh, across North Carolina have put together a collection of. Um, of resources for places you can do mission projects across North Carolina. And it has something for every region, um, every county, basically, of North Carolina, um, where you can find a a place to volunteer um, for whether it's for a few hours a day or whatever. Um, Definitely think about that. Um, You can find that on our missions resources page as well. And we'll link that for you in the show notes um, too. Hopefully, a little bit. We'll be able to put that in there. So you can, if, if you're local uh, here in our state, you can connect that way. Um, well, I, I know we've given everybody, given you a lot, a lot of things to think about. Here's what I want you to remember as you're going into this summer is, you know, we always say this, but, you know, missions doesn't have to look a certain way. You may have heard us talk about something and you think, well, that's not going to work with my family. Find something that does. You don't have to use a single idea that we've even, you know, shared with you today. This has just been a jumping off point. Um, But, you know, look at the ways, what is your family particularly interested in? Um, You know, are there activities that you guys enjoy doing? Are there certain topics that you, uh, you know, really... uh, you know, are kind of more drawn to, um, you know, what are the strengths of your kids and the members of your family? You know, where, where are the areas that they really shine? And kind of go from there. If you've got little, little ones, um, you know, some of these things may not, you know, lend itself as much to you doing those things right now. But there are certain, you know, there are things that you can do. Um, and so it's just looking at your family and looking at, um, you know, having conversations about what does being on mission for our family look like this summer. Um, you know, I just think it's, it's helping kids make connections to what they are doing. It's helping them make connections to serving other people. And I think it's a great way for them to see commonalities. So no matter, you know, what it is that you're doing or where you're serving at that, you know, we as people have commonalities between us. Um, and it's just, I think it's just helping us all make that connection with each other. But. I want our children, no matter what age, to uh, see the see the world through Matthew twenty five forty lenses. You know, like where are the least of these around me, and what can I do to help? Um, you know, because that's that's what Matthew twenty five forty says. You know, in as much as you have done it into the least of these, you have done it unto me. And it talks about all the people groups. Um, you know, the 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 hungry, the the those without clothing you know, those in prison, all of the things, and, and just challenge your children to, to, to say, where are the least of these in my life. Love that. And, and that's it. It's, it's how, I think it goes back to us. How are we modeling this first and foremost? Um, You know, when we're talking about what it means to serve others, what does it mean to be a part of a community? What does it mean to be a part of a church? What does it mean to be a part of the body of Christ? What does it mean to help others? Just like you're saying in that scripture, um, and you know, of course, depending on your kids' ages, you can have more in-depth discussions about some of this stuff. But you know, I, it brings it back home to you know, being on mission, serving others. It makes a difference in people's life, right? This is how we can give a little bit of hope. We can, you know, we can encourage people. We can just love on people, um, and you know, that in return is is a blessing to us to be able to do that. Um, but it's Inevitably, it's us modeling service for our kids, you know, like I think about even, you know, if you're listening to this, and like I said, and you're thinking, well, all of these sound great, but maybe this doesn't, you know, work with my family right now or my kids are too young for some of this stuff. I just encourage you that no matter what you're doing, think about how you're modeling being on mission. You know, I think about those random acts of kindness, you know, you know, opening doors for people, um, putting the sharp, the shopping cart back, uh, you know, letting people go in front of us in the grocery line when they have a few items, you know, and we, oh, we forgot full. about the, we forgot about the the Betsy project. My mom, Betsy, you know, you've heard, you've heard about the Betsy before, yeah. but um, she feeds our amazon um delivery guy also. oh yeah 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 you were yeah. Just talking about that earlier and, and maybe you don't want to give them a meal like mm-hmm, betsy does mm-hmm. um <laughs> but even betsy be feeding them but that's <laughs> the right delivery people uh, that is her spiritual gift is cooking um but and just loving people, but um, you know, maybe you give them a, mm-hmm. an ice cream bar or something like that, you know, because they have a hot job and yeah. they are often not they are often rushed, 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 and so just giving them a moment of your time and attention and giving them maybe you make a bag for them for the mm-hmm. summer, maybe it's got chips mm-hmm. and a drink and those kinds yep. of things in it, and just have it waiting for when you have a delivery if you're mm-hmm. home, um, helping them. To, You know, because I think sometimes we see those people come and drop off things at our door and we don't even bother saying hello. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe they're in a rush. But anyway, remembering those who are often um, in the background um, of our two day delivery. Yeah, my my oldest was so impatiently waiting on a package from Amazon the other day. And she saw it coming in the driveway. She got so excited. And I was like, I kept saying, make sure you say thank you. Make sure you say thank you. Say hello. Good afternoon. Say thank you. <laughs> because you're right. It's that it's they are so on the go. It's connection. Um, and that's that's what we want you to see. All of these are great ideas, you know, to give you a jumping off point. But we just want you to see yourselves and your family as you know, the possibilities are endless as to, as to how you can love on other people um, throughout the summer, how you can be, um, and even what Becca's saying, be, be responsive to the needs that come up in front of you. Um, You know, sometimes that involves leaving the house and sometimes it doesn't, you know, sometimes those needs appear right in front of us. Um, Our kids, you know, I try to always remember this, you know, my, my girls, they are watching how I interact with people. They are watching, you know, am, am I loving people the way that I, you know, preach to them to love, you know, am I serving people? Am I, am I doing it with the love of Jesus that I say that I have, you know, that's just always something I want to keep in the back of my mind because um, I always think about, you know, that's what my mom did for me. She modeled service. You know, when I look at that's where that was my first and strongest connection to service was her, um, you know, in, in that it doesn't have to be a a big thing. You know, I think a lot of times when we say this before, we, we, we have to do these big things for God. Uh, big things are great, but little things are really, really great too. You know, little things done with great love. I know, um, this summer we have a a garden and we're, we're, we're doing this garden with, um, my cousin, Kenny and Jennifer cousins, Kenny and Jennifer who live across the street and Kenny calls it the apocalypse garden. Um, so like he's got all these plans for canning and freezing and all of that kind of stuff and and that is awesome you know we, we we joke it as we do it as a joke but um last night we we did our first harvest you know and there was more zucchini than we could ever dream of you know and um and I said I want to take some of this zucchini to Miss Peggy uh she doesn't have a garden this year and he goes what's she bringing to this apocalypse scenario? And I said, well, Miss Peggy prays for us. Yeah. <laughs> so she will pray us through the apocalypse. So even things like that, your summer garden, if you have one, sharing yes. out of your abundance is always a, a, yeah. a wonderful gesture of yeah. Christ's love. Look at what you got around you. Look at the ways that you can serve. It is there. Opportunities are endless, right? Every day we wake up and we're on, a, we're on mission and, you know, just being prayerful and intentional about that time with your family this summer it doesn't have to look a certain way um you know and I don't compare what one family is doing to another you do you know what you're able to with your family and look at the ways um you know that you guys can serve together and i think that ends up bonding us more you know as families when, we're, when we serve together and we we love people together amen all yes. right sister all right, friends. Well, listen, we're, we're going to try to make it back um, a lot sooner than we did last time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that will be our summer goal. <laughs> I mean, we're going on vacation. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we won't. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we will. Definitely. We, 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 we will be back. Um, yeah, we, we will be around this summer in and out, but we, we will be back with you. And um, yeah, and so uh, we hope this has been helpful for you today. And uh, until we meet next time bye y'all have a great summer bye